Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast God's Holy Word. I am your lovely host Leslie Sullivan and today is episode 61. And we're going to take a look at the book of Psalm and it's going to be Psalm 128 verse 5. And I'm going to be reading from the TLB version. So let's go ahead and take a look at this one. It says may the Lord continually bless you with heaven's blessings as well as with human joys. I love this. May the Lord continually bless you with heaven's blessings as well as with human joys. You know, I think this verse rings true to the fact that God's love is always enduring, never fading, never ending, and that our life is supposed to be enjoyable all the days of our life. Now that doesn't mean that we won't have hardships, but one of the things that this verse brings to mind is that regardless of what happens, we are supposed to do our best to find joy, peace and happiness in every situation. You know, I think about uh St. Paul when he was in prison. You know, obviously prisons especially back in his day, it would have been a Roman prison and Roman prisons were very horrible. very 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 horrible. Romans were sorry, the Romans uh in terms of the Roman government were very much known for their way of being cruel to people and torturing and not taking care of them. A really good example of this would be the movie Ben-Hur with Charlton Heston in it. His mother and sister were falsely accused of something they did not do, so they were imprisoned. and they were forgotten about for I don't know 5 or 7 years or something however long that Ben Hur was in exile and he himself was accused of stuff he did not do but his Roman friend and basically imprisoned him his mother and his sister but Ben Hur was put into a form of slavery while his mother and sister were locked away in a very horrible dungeon horrible grimy roman prison. Well, the roman prisons very much you were in isolation, you hardly ever saw the light of day. And uh leprosy was a problem, contagious and infectious diseases were very much a problem in these prisons. What's interesting is that St. Paul, when he was in prison, he did not let he did not let things bother him. And I find that very interesting that his faith was so strong that even though he was in prison he still found time to not focus on his problem but focus on his joy like focus on the things that he actually does love and things that he wants and it's one of those things that i think that's a true testament that we need to somehow find a way to enjoy the blessing that god gives us in our life and do that every day because sometimes i feel like especially here in the united states we get accustomed to just wanting to be happy all the time. And so we think happiness is evolved or revolved around going on vacation, um eating out, going to events or something that is external. Well, our joy is supposed to be internal. It's supposed to radiate out of us. You know, it's very exhausting to try and force yourself to be happy. and to try and find joy externally but you if you have joy on the inside of you and if you know that Jesus loves you and he is your lord then you should have the blessing and you should have human joy all the time because your joy comes from your heavenly father this verse very much rings true to that may the lord continually bless you 
I love that part because, as I've said in times past, I was raised in a cult. I was raised at the God Church of Christ. And they did not like to preach the blessing of God. They really liked to preach this whole, you're doomed, you're, you know, there's doom and gloom. Uh, God hates you. He's trying to kill you if something bad happens to you. Well, that goes directly against what God is saying right here. May the Lord continually bless you. But yet, false religion, false indoctrination will try and control its people by saying, oh, may the Lord continually harm you. May the Lord continually curse you. That's not who our Heavenly Father is. Not at all. It's just the opposite. The Lord wants to always bless us. But we have to know God's word in order to know that we are blessed in all circumstances. In every circumstance. I don't care how bad it is. Knowing that you are blessed and you will get through it. And that it will always be a good outcome. A wonderful outcome that will always give God the glory. Because if you're not giving God the glory... Who are you giving your attention to? You know, I, I mention that because, you know, in the Old Testament, there was a whole lot more paganism back then in terms of idol worship and having pagan gods, pagan temples. We do have idolatry to this day and we do have paganism, but we don't have the same kinds of temples. Like, I don't think, I don't think people... practice false religions in the same manner that the Greeks and the Romans and the ancient days did because you know we're not tearing down altar altars and temples and replacing them with a different god like every 5 to 10 years however if you are on social media all day and that's where you get your fix that is your god if you're drinking all the time if you're drinking alcohol all the time that is your god If you're over consuming sugar and sweets, that is your god. If you're eating way too much bread, you know, all these carbs, you're eating way too much, that is your god. Like you have replaced your heavenly father with something outside of the goodness of God. That technically is idolatry and that will never bless you and that will never bring you joy. Why? Because it's not from heaven. That's why all of our actions need to be good and true. That doesn't mean we can't enjoy a piece of cake. That doesn't mean that we can't enjoy a glass of wine. But there's a difference between drinking a glass of wine and drinking the whole bottle and the multiple bottles. Like there's a difference, there's moderation, right? Because we're not immortal, we're mortal. So we need to take good care of our bodies. That goes into play with this verse here where it says may the Lord continually bless you with heaven's blessings. So he's going to help us from heaven and have those blessings from heaven come down to earth for you and for me. So that we can experience joy and not just any kind of joy, the joy that God wants us to have. It says right here as well as with human joys. You know, as I've said in times past, I've been involved in two cults and in both situations God was never conveyed to me as someone that wanted me to be blessed and also you know within Catholicism it's like only the priest could bless you that's not true because whenever you're speaking kind to somebody and you're wishing them well you're technically blessing them and technically when Jesus died and rose from the dead 
and the curtain in the temple was torn in two, we all in that moment became vicars of Christ. That doesn't mean we can't necessarily have a priesthood, but I noticed that within the Catholic Church, it was it was like only male priests could bless somebody. Well, that's a lie, and all lies come straight out of the depths of hell. Because we know who the deceiver is. That's the enemy, Satan. So we're not supposed to go along with what he says and does. Even though some people can have really good intentions, they can want to do really good works. But here's the thing: if your good works are based on lies, your works are not good. They're actually quite evil. You know what's interesting? You know, I can tell you so many examples of where priests were mean to me. And I'm not going to go into every single one because I think that's a waste of time because it's in the past and I don't care to remember those evil people. So, I look at it this way. Just to summarize it, there will always be issues and really serious issues whenever you are following and believing in a false doctrine, a false theology and you're not focusing on what God is saying, you're not focusing what his holy word says, and also you're not really believing in the holy divinity of his son Jesus Christ. It just is one of those things that you know, when it comes to Christianity, you can't just make it up on the fly. You can't make it up as you go. That's not how Christianity works because technically There's nothing to make up. Everything has been said and done. It's all in God's holy word. The Holy Bible is a manual of how to live our lives, of how to be blessed, of how to know God and how to have human joy because this verse talks about this. May the Lord continually bless you. Not just temporarily bless you or kind of bless you or if it be God's will, that's not what it says. It says continually bless you. So that means that you and I should be walking in the blessing every day of our life regardless of what happens or what occurs. Goes on to say, may the Lord continually bless you with heaven's blessings. Notice it didn't say with human blessings. It didn't say with Satan's blessing because he never blesses anything. He curses everything. Notice it doesn't say your boss's blessing. It doesn't say your spouse's blessing. It doesn't say your parents' blessing. It doesn't say your neighbor's blessing. It says heaven's blessing. All of God's blessings come from heaven. They do not come from you and they do not come from me. We can be a blessing to somebody, but we are not the blessing. That's God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. May the Lord continually bless you with heaven's blessings as well as with human joys. You know, one of the first red flags that really got my attention in these two different cults was that it was like they were teaching us that to be human was to be miserable, and that's not what God's that's not what God's holy word says. I was going to say His law, but that's technically true. You know, if you are in a church that wants you to be miserable, you're in the wrong church because that's not God's holy will. It just isn't. We're supposed to be happy every day of our life. Now let's look at this from a medical point of view. If you do not have a positive opinion of yourself every single day, 
just from a psychiatric point of view or a counselor point of view, medically that's not very healthy to think of yourself in a negative manner. And whenever you think of yourself in a negative manner, it could typically lead to fear, anxiety, doubt, worry, and even worse, depression. And none of those things we're supposed to have. Every single one of us has a responsibility to be happy and to be joyful. And that is very evident especially here in this verse as well as with human joy. So as human beings, we are supposed to be joyful. We are supposed to be happy. So if you're not happy, you need to go to God with that. And you need to figure out what is stealing your joy. What's causing you problems? Like what is causing the issue? Because if you're not happy, there is something that is blocking you from being happy. So you need to figure out what the roadblock is. That way you can how to describe this. That way you you can remove the roadblock which usually comes from your heavenly father. Your heavenly father wants to remove any and all roadblocks in our lives, but If we don't give him the chance to help us, then he can't do it. It's not that he doesn't want to. But there are sometimes you and I as human beings, we can be a little defiant. And we can be a little know-it-alls and be like, "No, I got this. I can handle it." When I started to be extremely honest with myself, and I would just flat out tell God, "I can't do this on my own anymore. I need your help. I need your help with everything." When I did that, a huge burden and weight was taken off of my back. Literally, I felt it. But in our country, in the United States, there's this false indoctrination of you're supposed to pick yourself up by your own bootstraps and that will get you where you need to go. That's true to a certain extent, but there's only so far you and I can go on our own. But with Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we can go all the way. We can go as far as we need to, because if God be for us, who dare be against us? But if you don't know His holy word, then you're not going to know what to do. You're not going to know what to believe in, and you for sure are not going to believe that you deserve to be happy. Believe me, I know. I was raised in a really funky church, extremely funky. I mean, it was rare for anyone to be happy. It was very rare. There was mostly shaming and blaming and just it was I'm just remember as a little girl, I just thought what are these adults doing? I just thought it was bizarre. I mean, we hardly ever talked about Jesus. It's like How can you go to church and not talk about Jesus and and not talk about the good things that he has done for mankind? You know, one way that bad churches and bad theologies and bad doctrines control people is they they convince you that things are hopeless. And that there's no hope for you, you might as well not try to have a better life and they want you to be dependent completely on them. because they know that if you figure out that you don't need them and their false indoctrination then you will leave and go towards something better. You'd be surprised how many people don't really want what's best for you.
And that's really sad. Because that's what false theologies and false doctrines do. They deter you from the truth. And technically, that's going against God's law. It's going against his holy word. And it's also a form of heresy. Which Church of Christ might be very shocked at that, that they're practicing heresy when they think that heresy only exists in the Catholic Church. And the Catholic Church thinks that heresy doesn't happen in their church, it's in everybody else's church. It's very interesting how Church of Christ and Catholicism are very similar, but yet they can't stand each other. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're cordial and public and stuff, but I mean, they're two total opposites in terms of religions. But needless to say, it's very important that we recognize that God's law is true. And in the biggest part of God's law is his love for the human race. This is what this verse is talking about. May the Lord continually bless you with heaven's blessings as well as with human joys. You know, our heavenly Father, he wants us to be happy. He loves his children. You know, what's really sad about depression, anxiety, fear, doubt, worry, all of those things steal your joy. Technically, all those things are a form of thievery. That's why we're not supposed to participate in those types of behavior. And you're probably thinking, well, Leslie, you know, anxiety is a medical condition. Depression is a medical condition. You know, I'm not doubting that or, or claiming that that's not true. What I'm saying is that you need to be healed of those things. And you need to be healed of those things immediately if those are issues in your life. And your heavenly father can heal you instantly of those things. That doesn't mean that the enemy won't try and put them back on you, but you can definitely be healed from them. And you should be healed from them. Because if you are walking in the blessing of God, fear, doubt, worry, anxiety, depression, schizophrenia, uh, bipolar disorder, and you know, whatever else is out there that I can't think of the name, none of those are the holy will of God. So whatever is outside of God's will for you and your life and for you to be blessed is not from God, it's from the enemy. So you need to rebuke those things and you need to give God a chance to heal you. You know, one of the things that that we mistakenly do is we we program our brain to think that there's no hope in certain situations. Like we We get into a bad habit of just accepting everything at face value. Well, our God is not a face value God. He is beyond that. He is a supernatural God. God is not hindered by what is in the natural. That's why he's supernatural. So whenever you have a very serious situation taking place, you need to participate in the supernatural faith of things. And you need to be lifting up what I call some big kahuna prayers, meaning really big prayers, 
meaning you don't shy away from the truth. You say it like it is. And the moment you prayed your prayer and you let God know what has happened and you ask him to heal you of XYZ or to help you with XYZ, like you just tell him, "Hey, this is what I want in this outcome. This is this is what I want in this situation. This is the outcome that I desire." The moment you prayed it, it's been answered. But what we get in a bad habit of is continuing to live in a cursed mindset. You know, I think that's one of the reasons why I felt such a strong desire to do this podcast is to help others break free of the shackles of false indoctrination which is cursing you and your life and it is affecting your future because it is limiting your future. It is limiting what you can do. And that is not from God. That's from the enemy. Our current and present world would like you to think that there is no such thing as heaven or hell. There is no such thing as an enemy or the enemy, Satan. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Are you really going to deny the fact there that there is good and evil in this world? I mean, if there is no good and evil, then why do we have the justice department? Why do we have laws? Why do we have regulations? Why do we have legislation? It's because we do have good and evil in this world. And the reason why we have rules, laws, and legislation and regulations is because we are a proactive society that is doing everything it can and should be doing everything that it can to live in a good manner, not evil manner, and that we choose good every single day of our life. Well, what's interesting is that You know, especially here in the United States, we expect people to follow the law. We expect law enforcement to defend us, but then when it comes to our faith, we doubt every good thing that God has ever said or done. Why would you rely solely on man-made laws when God's law supersedes man-made laws? Like the only reason why we have a wonderful country such as the United States of America is because we were founded on trusting God. But if you remove God from everything, you will have chaos. You will have anarchy, which is what is going on in our country. I mean, this was bound to happen when you remove prayer from schools, so children are not being taught about God, they're not being taught how to pray, they're not being encouraged to pray. And if you do pray, you get in trouble for it. You know I don't understand. There's so many things I don't get or understand, but one thing it just remind me of is I don't understand how we can have a national day of prayer but yet prayer has been banned and has been kicked out of schools. And if you if you think that prayer has not been banned, just think about all the lawsuits and all the malarkey as they say that's going on about teachers that lead their students in prayer before a baseball or football game. Look at what has happened in the NFL. It's like we can't hardly have prayer. We can't hardly have the national anthem. We can't hardly ever salute the flag. We can't hardly, you know, oh, here's another thing. The pledge of allegiance has been stripped from the schools. I remember in grade school, we used to say the pledge of allegiance every morning. I loved it. I thought it was great because it really meant something to me to honor our country and our flag. Because there's nothing wrong with having nationalism. 
Because if you don't like your country, guess what? You're not going to take very good care of your country. It's the same thing with our faith. If you don't love and protect your faith, you're not really going to have one anymore. And you're going to be thrown to the wolves. See, having faith protects us. It guards and protects us. That's that hedge of protection that is promised to us from God to his children, which is you and me. We have a hedge of protection. But if you choose not to be protected, that's on you. That's like driving a car without wearing a seatbelt. But yet you're doing like 70 miles an hour and you don't care about the safety of your life or the safety of your passengers. You know, one of the number one ways or what used to be one of the number one ways of people dying in car wrecks was they would not be wearing their seatbelt and it wasn't the actual car crash that killed them. It was them getting thrown out of their vehicle and they would break their neck and sever their spine or their vehicle would roll over on top of them and kill them. Whereas if they had been buckled up in their car, if their car had rolled, it wouldn't have mattered because they would just roll and eventually come to a stop, but they would still be protected because they're inside their car held in there by their seat belt. That's what our faith does. Our faith holds us tight to God. It keeps us safe. Our faith is a harness. It's not a restriction, it's a harness to protect us from harm. And one of the ways that it protects us is it guarantees the blessing of God on our life, which is this right here. May the Lord continually bless you with heaven's blessings as well as with human joys. You know, as human beings, it's important that we be joyful. And if you do not have joy in your heart, you need to figure out real quick why you do not have joy in your heart. Because if you don't have joy in your heart, then there's something else there. And whatever is there is probably not what God wants for you. See, cuz here's the thing, if you do not if you do not have the joy of the Lord in your heart, Then you have dethroned God in your heart and in your mind, and you're placing something else there that shouldn't be there. And it can be something that brings you temporary happiness, but if it's not God first, it's not correct. As I've said times past with this, put God first, and everything else will fall into place. It's very important that we do that because if how I describe this. You know, not putting God first in our life but yet expecting everything to be great is like getting in your car but yet you don't have oil in your engine and you don't have gasoline in your tank. But yet you're running late to work. And then you wonder why why won't my car start? Why can't I get to work? It's because you are not a good steward of your vehicle. It's the same thing with our faith. If you're not a good steward of your faith and of your heart and your soul, you are really jipping yourself. It's not God jipping you, it's you doing it. And the enemy loves it when we hold ourselves back, when we have these mental blocks. You know, the battlefield is in the mind. That's where most of the battle takes place. So if you can control your mind and reprogram your brain to be positive, to be joyful and to focus on God, 
That's just another way that you can definitely defeat the enemy. Because guess what? The enemy is already defeated. He is already a defeated foe. But he tries to convince us that he has the upper hand when he does not. That that's where the negative thoughts come into play. Whenever there's something negative or bitter, it's not from God, it's from the enemy. And it's the enemy trying to tell us, "Oh, this is just how life is. This is how it should be." Uh-uh. Uh-uh. If it's not joyful, good and true, if it's not focused on God, I don't want it. And the devil doesn't know how to deal with that. Because he's got us convinced that we should focus on all this other stuff. And here's the thing, the other stuff in our life, I'm not saying it's not important because it is. But God comes before everything else and then all these things will be added unto you. That's what the that's what the holy word of God says. Because if you try and go out and get all this stuff that you want on your own, more than likely you will fail or once you get it, you will not be truly happy because you did not do it God's way, you did it your way. You don't feel like the Frank Sinatra song that said I did it my way. I think I've mentioned this before and I'll close with this. There was one funeral I went to. Didn't know the guy, but I was supposed to go and help say a rosary or something. This was back when I was Catholic and they have what's called the rosary group or whatever. It's usually mostly a bunch of way older ladies that show up and say a rosary at a funeral or something. And they wanted the rosary to be said for this guy. And one of the songs was I did it my way. I was like, "Wow. He had that played at his funeral." I think that shows you what the problem was in this guy's life. And you know what's interesting is they played that song, "I did it my way." And what's sad is that he died young. You know what? When you do things your way, you're killing off the blessing in your life from God. And sometimes it can literally take your life. So don't do that. That funeral was one of the creepiest funerals I've ever been to, and I've been to quite a few over the years. And I don't go to funerals anymore. I'm like, I I don't care to do that anymore unless it's someone that I know really well or that is in my family. I don't go. I don't bother anymore. I mean, I love them, I pray for them, but that's about as far as I go. It's very interesting when it's almost like you're getting to know someone after they've already left this earth and you realize what some of the problems were in their life and it saddens me whenever i notice these things and i'm thinking you know if they had done things differently they probably would not have died see that's the sad thing whenever you separate yourself from god You're separating yourself away from the blessing of God. You're you know you're you're severing how to describe this? You're severing the blessing of Abraham on you and your family when you distance yourself from God. So don't distance yourself from God, run to God. That's very important. Because God wants you to be blessed. He wants you and your family to be blessed all the days of your life. That's why this verse says, "May the Lord continually bless you with heaven's blessings as well as with human joys." God knows we're human and he wants us to have joy. So go for it. Do it God's way. That's the best way to do it. I will go ahead and end this podcast, but as usual, until next time, I pray that you're happy, healthy, and whole. 
that you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Waves transform the earth